Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 1. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. I am so excited that you are joining me for my very first podcast episode. Thank you so much for the opportunity to introduce myself to you. I am a wife, a mother, a graphic designer, and an entrepreneur. I guess you could say that I wear a lot of hats. So why add one more hat by becoming a board-certified master health coach? Actually, my whole life changed when I discovered the healing power of food. Nutrition became a huge part of my life a few years ago. I was 52. I had been successfully running my own business for many years, and I had just celebrated my 30th wedding anniversary. My son had just started high school, and he was becoming more independent. So my husband and I had started having more free time to spend together, and we were starting to think about plans for our future once our son went off to college. I guess I was pretty much living my life on autopilot. I was doing my best to balance the demands of work and family, and then one day I went for what I thought would be a routine mammogram. But this time, it was different. I was told that I needed a biopsy, And when all of the test results were in, I was told that I had stage one breast cancer. The news was absolutely devastating. I was immediately given an appointment to meet with a surgical oncologist who was considered to be one of the best in my area. And she seemed to be friendly and caring as she examined me. And when she asked me if I had any questions, I said, I don't understand. How could this have happened? What could have possibly caused this? And her reply was, well, we don't really know. In the case of a woman like you who's not obese and has been generally healthy, it's just bad luck. To be honest, I was surprised and disappointed by that answer. I thought to myself, if they don't know what caused it, how in the world are they going to be able to figure out how to cure it? We then moved from the examination room to her office where the oncologist outlined What I know now is the standard treatment protocol for just about every woman out there who is diagnosed with breast cancer. Surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, and a lifetime of the drug tamoxifen. And my head literally began to spin. I became so terrified that I could hardly begin to grasp what the doctor was saying to me. Now I had always been a very compliant patient I was always willing to follow the orders of my doctor, no matter what those orders were, and I was raised to respect authority and to treat doctors as an authority because they're the experts, and so their solutions would be the best. But as I listened to the oncologist lay out the plan for me, it all seemed like it was just a one-size-fits-all approach, and I had no choice but to follow it. I felt like my fate was sealed and my life as I had known it was over. Instead of the romantic, adventure-filled retirement that I had been dreaming of, I pictured my life on an unstoppable conveyor belt that went in and out of cold gray hospitals, 
I saw myself suffering through endless treatments and losing my hair. And it all seemed so hopeless. My life was literally spinning out of control and I felt completely helpless to do anything about it. I remember feeling an incredible amount of pressure that day. I felt like I was just supposed to sign on the dotted line without asking any questions. The plan was to rush me into surgery, which would immediately be followed by eight rounds of chemotherapy and then six months of radiation. But deep down inside, I felt like I just couldn't do any of those things. And that's probably because my dad had been diagnosed with colon cancer when I was a kid. He went through all of those same treatments and ended up dying inside of a year when I was 13. Thank God my husband was with me that day because I couldn't speak. All I could do is shake my head as he began asking questions. He asked, when she goes in for surgery, you're going to know exactly how much tissue you'll be removing, right? The doctor answered, no, we won't know anything until we get in there. We're going to go in and remove tissue. Then we will look at that sample through a microscope while she's on the table. And we'll continue that process until we have clear margins. And there's a good chance that we will have to remove your lymph nodes. I personally found the doctor's answer troubling. And call me vain, but it sounded to me like they could remove a small part of my breast but there was also a really good chance that I could wake up and find that they had removed my entire breast. There was no real way to know for sure. I also found her comment about removing my lymph nodes really upsetting. When I was in my 20s, I remembered learning about a female doctor named Dr. Lorraine Day, who had a very advanced stage of breast cancer. She had a tumor that was so large that it protruded out of her chest. And as this doctor told her story, she said that she knew that she had to have surgery to drain that tumor, but she was adamant that she would not allow her surgeon to remove her lymph nodes. I had always heard about people who had been diagnosed with cancer having their lymph nodes removed, so I didn't really know what the big deal was. And that's when Dr. Day said, whatever you do, never, never, Never let anyone remove your lymph nodes. Why? She said, because the lymph nodes are part of your immune system. It's the job of the lymph nodes to trap infections, illnesses, and even cancers, and then remove them from the body. That's why if a person has cancer, the doctor will always find it in the lymph nodes, she said, because the lymph nodes are actually doing their job. Then she continued by saying, if your lymph nodes are removed, you are basically removing part of your immune system, which will make recovery from any illness a real struggle. Learning about the lymph nodes from Dr. Day's story was like a revelation for me, and I never forgot it. So I knew that I would never agree to having my lymph nodes removed. And since my oncologist had just told me that they couldn't be definitive about what they would or wouldn't be removing, I really didn't trust that my lymph nodes would be left intact. Then the oncologist outlined the schedule for radiation and chemotherapy. As she talked, I kept thinking about what I saw my dad go through, how painful all of those treatments were for him, how his health deteriorated with each radiation treatment. 
how I watched his body and his strength wither away with every dose of chemo, and how I held his hand as I watched him die. I guess I was still shaking my head when the doctor interrupted my thoughts by saying, why are you shaking your head? And I couldn't even look her in the eye when I answered, I'm not having radiation and I'm not having chemotherapy. My response really upset the oncologist. I think that she was shocked that anyone would not want to follow protocol. And I was frustrated because those were the only options I was given. I felt conflicted. I knew that I did not want to undergo any of those treatments, and at the same time, I didn't want to become a statistic who died from breast cancer. On top of that, I felt that if I didn't follow the doctor's orders, I would be defying someone in authority. The pressure to decide what to do was almost unbearable as the oncologist tried to convince me, telling me that these were the things that I just needed to do, and if I did not do them, I was certainly going to die. But nothing that anyone could have said would have changed my mind that day because I knew that chemotherapy is a toxic poison. I also knew that radiation is toxic. I mean, even when you go to the dentist to get a simple x-ray, they cover you from the neck down with a metal vest and the technician runs out of the room before they take the picture. So I thought if I agreed to subject my body to those toxic treatments, sure, they might kill the cancer but they might also kill me in the process. It was obvious to the doctor that I was still unwilling, and that's when she looked directly at me and sternly said, oh no, 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 you will have surgery and you will have radiation and you will have chemotherapy. I felt like I had no control over what would happen to my body or my life, and I hated feeling like I was without options and I had no choice in the matter. So we were pretty much at a standstill when my husband decided it was time to cut to the chase. He asked the doctor, So, if my wife has the surgery and agrees to have the radiation and the chemotherapy, what is the prognosis? Will she be cured? And this was the doctor's answer. We believe that if a patient does not have a recurrence of cancer within five years, then the treatment would be considered to be successful. And there it was. There would be no guarantees that these treatments would completely cure me or prevent the cancer from returning. Actually, when I thought about the side effects of the treatments, almost all of which were downplayed or dismissed, and the fact that with the exception of the surgery, everything that was being recommended for me, including the tamoxifen, are all known to cause cancer. So to me, it seemed like going through those treatments would almost guarantee that I would have a recurrence in five years. And that's when we knew it was time to leave and seek another opinion. My husband and I are Christians, and we knew that we also needed God's help and his direction. So we went home and we prayed. And when I say pray, I mean we prayed a lot. And while I was waiting for that appointment for the second opinion, I felt like God was leading me to do some research about breast cancer. And what I learned was eye-opening. First, I learned that every person has cancers in their bodies all the time. But if their immune system is strong, it will eliminate those cancers before they become a problem. 
Next, I learned that although there are exceptions with certain aggressive cancers, in many cases, it can take up to 10 years for a cancer to grow before it is detectable or has the ability to create a health crisis. I was remembering back to that day in the oncologist's office. If I had agreed to the recommended treatments, I could potentially be looking at a recurrence of cancer in five years. But based on what I had learned since then, if I chose not to do anything, it would more likely be 10 years before the cancer that had been detected would progress to the next stage. To me, it seemed like a crapshoot. I thought I could do absolutely nothing and just live my life for 10 years, or I could spend the next year going through toxic treatments that would be painful, cause my hair to fall out, make me sick all the time, and devastate my body and my immune system, which would leave me susceptible to other residual health issues that I would probably have to deal with for the rest of my life. And that would be the best case scenario, providing of course that the cancer didn't return in five years or I didn't die from the treatment. And then I remembered losing my dad and what he went through. And I thought of my own son who was 14 at the time. I thought, if I am going to die in five years, I don't want my son to witness what I witnessed as a kid. I don't want him to watch me spend what could be the last few years of my life weak, bald, and sick with my head in the toilet. Obviously, doing nothing wasn't really an option for me, so I continued to research. Along with learning about holistic alternative cancer therapies, I learned about the power of nutrition and that the immune system was the key to health and healing. It was amazing to learn that God has actually designed the human body with a built-in defense system and the power to heal itself. It was also incredible to learn how fresh fruits and vegetables that God has perfectly created for us to eat and enjoy are literally packed with powerful nutrients that the body needs. Even the Greek physician Hippocrates, who is considered to be the father of medicine, said, Let food be thy medicine, and medicine be thy food. So, if I fed my body what it needed, those natural, powerful nutrients, and if I avoided things that were counterproductive to the healing process, my body could recover and heal, which is exactly what my body was designed to do. What a revelation! For me, this was literally an answer to my prayers. I was no longer out of control. I felt empowered and hopeful because I realized that I had options. It was like the truth had literally set me free. Now this may sound crazy to you, but to me, it made more sense to nourish my body and rebuild my immune system so that my body could heal instead of poisoning myself to try to get well. I just knew this was the right path for me because I had so much peace and I wasn't afraid anymore. So I decided to go against the conventional grain and go all in with holistic treatments and nutrition. To be honest, before cancer, I never realized or even cared that my body was being affected by what I was eating. I had always been a chubby kid a real junk food junkie, and a yo-yo dieter for my whole life. I don't think that I ever met anything that was fried or sugary that I didn't like. 
But now I knew that I was facing a life or death decision, so I made the commitment to change the way I ate for good. I decided to begin right where I was. I just started implementing what I had learned through my research. So I started detoxifying my body with a cleanse. And I began to feel and see results almost right away. As I was changing my diet to rebuild my immune system, I experienced an amazing side effect too. Stubborn perimenopause weight that I had gained when I hit 50 started to melt away. And even though losing weight was not my goal when I started this process, at the end of 30 days, I had lost 30 pounds. Yes, you heard that right, 30 pounds. Talk about an amazing bonus. I had more energy, I felt better, and I looked better than I ever had. Even my friends started to take notice. I had regained my confidence, and I knew that what I was doing was working. I was so excited about my results that I just wanted to learn as much as I could about the healing power of food. And as I continued to learn, I continued to make changes, and my body continued to change for the better. Throughout this amazing process, I kept asking myself, why haven't I heard any of this before? If I had, I probably could have avoided getting cancer in the first place. I knew that my health was improving as I went to visit a medical facility in Mexico. They offered a powerful natural cancer protocol that unfortunately is not available here in the U.S., To be honest with you, I was kind of nervous about going to another country for a medical treatment. I mean, I didn't speak the language, and I wasn't really sure what I would find there. And as I crossed the border, my imagination got away from me, and I started thinking it would be a primitive setup, like a barn with a donkey and maybe a bucket. (laughs) And I started thinking, what in the world am I getting myself into? Thankfully, when I arrived, it was a real professional medical facility with real professional functional medical doctors. (laughs) They reviewed all of my records and examined me, and they tested me more thoroughly than any medical exam that I could ever remember. Afterward, they prescribed their proprietary all-natural herbal tonic along with natural herbal supplements. And they told me to keep doing whatever I was doing in terms of my diet and my lifestyle habits. Then they sent me home. And I faithfully continued to follow their natural protocol and continued with the new eating habits that I had established. And after six months, I was retested and the cancer that had been in my left breast could no longer be found. And there was no evidence of cancer anywhere else in my body. Needless to say, I was praising God that day, and four years later, I still am. Today, I have a clean bill of health, and all of the lifestyle changes that I made and the clean eating habits that I learned when I started this journey have become my way of life. And I've even been able to keep that 30 pounds I lost off without even trying. I truly believe that making healthy changes and choosing to nourish my body with the healing power of food helped me to overcome cancer and become my best self. No one ever wants to hear the words, you have cancer. But unfortunately, the number of people diagnosed with cancer continues to rise every day. In fact, 
at the time of this recording, it has been projected that out of every eight women, one will be diagnosed with breast cancer. I never thought I would be one of them. But honestly, for me, it was a wake-up call that changed my life for the better. When I discovered the healing power of food, I became empowered to overcome fear, and it was an amazing tool that helped me to regain control over my own health in the face of breast cancer. The power of nutrition gave me back my energy and enabled me to strengthen and transform my body from the inside out. And because of that, I have been able to experience what health truly is. Even though I'm in my 50s, I can still live my life without limits. It is completely liberating to know that it is possible to regain control of your health. That's why I believe that God led me to become a board-certified Master Health and Wellness Coach. And truly, nothing would make me happier than to help women discover what the healing power of food can do in their own lives. I am honored to have had the opportunity to share my story and what I have learned through my journey with you. I hope that my personal experience empowers women to overcome the fear of diagnosis and discover natural options for recovery and healing. Even better than that, I hope that this podcast motivates you to be proactive to prevent illness in the first place, and that this episode has inspired confidence in you to start taking control of your health today by making positive changes in your diet and your lifestyle in the hopes that you never have to hear the words, you have cancer. And for those of you who may be facing a chronic health issue or a diagnosis of any kind, I hope that this podcast encourages you to know that by rebuilding your immune system and keeping it strong, illnesses and diseases don't have to be inevitable or irreversible. I am living proof that the body can heal, even from a serious disease like cancer. I really hope that you found this helpful. And if you did, it would mean so much to me if you could please leave me a review. And if you know someone else who would benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. Thank you so much again for joining me for this very first episode of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I sincerely hope that you can join me each week to discover even more about the healing power of food and the practical things that you can do every day to transform your body and your health naturally from the inside out so you can be strong and live vibrantly for a lifetime. Thank you again for tuning in for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBC HWC Board Certified Master Health Coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. 
No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Foley Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness, be responsible for damages and connection with the use of this podcast.